Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. You ready, Santi? Yes. Welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast, everybody. I wanted to go back, Santi, because uh, I go back to old classic books, and they're great and, and, and timeless. If you know Dale Carnegie, ever heard of Dale Carnegie? Yes, How to Win Friends and Influence Yeah, that's the, the huge yeah. book. But this one, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, is a huge book of his, too. If you see it? This book is timeless. It was written in the 40s, and it can equate, and I was thinking about it when I was perusing this book again, how many of the things, and I wrote notes, are super key to business, life, tennis. Like... We'll go over a few of them. I mean, Dale Carnegie was just the king of this stuff. And you hear all this new stuff and you hear, like, all these isms and things like that. It's really Dale Carnegie who did a book on just – to me, it's like an incredible Bible on how to manage your life, how to manage your worry. But it's not just like, oh, I'm a worry ward. It's about how to manage business projects and tasks and not how to, you know, limit the tasks to the important and all those things. So – Let's go over the, the, the first, like, five rules in this book are just so great that – did you read the influence one? Did you read how to influence people? Uh, I have it. I didn't read all of it. Yeah. I read parts of it. Really was a page turner for you there, huh, something? I don't like reading. I don't like reading. Well, <laughs> I, I like just, reading, but I don't like okay. reading. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the number one thing, and it's so funny how I'm saying this, whether it's sunk in with me or whatever. I always say the answers and the actions. We always say that. The number one rule to handle stress and worry is, what do you think it is? To, to help with stress and worry? Uh, stay calm. I don't know. Stay Keep calm. busy. Lose yourself oh. in action. Okay. I see that. Sometimes the best medicine instead of medicine is being busy. When you are not busy, when you have too much time to think, bad things happen. So that's number one. How's the pickleball going, all right? Yeah. Good. I'm just texting <laughs> Tasha about something. Oh, good. You see. out another net. There's three people she could play. That's four. Yeah, why didn't she add another net? That's so true. You see well, how I you're on I just texted her. She saw it. I don't want to run over there. That's okay. podcast. You should run over there. You should tell her right now. No. Nah, Tasha, put out another net. Yeah, because she should play. Okay. So, that's so great. In the middle early. of podcast, we're working. It's very true. Well, that's how it should be. So... Keeping it's true. It's it's how it should be. Keeping busy like you're just doing. Yeah. And not we listening be to aware me. Aware of everything. Yeah. I was. I'm like listening. And, that's uh, a key. Uh, yeah. So that's great. I mean, I love that you're aware of it and everything. She still hasn't gotten the net ads. Driving you nuts, isn't it? <laughs> you, know, you can hold. We can. We can pause. And no, you can, go you, can, you can talk and, and get her the net. I'll you can go over. get it. I'll keep okay. talking. All right. So. That's number one. I would say, everybody, keep busy. Lose yourself in action. It really is a great thing. Before you decide, and I know, and I've told Santi this plenty of times, I know people have real issues, real chemical imbalances, but before you get to that, try to keep as busy as you can. Lose yourself in action. That is just a huge thing. I mean, this Dale Carnegie book, he talks about how people worry themselves to sickness and ulcers and things like that. And if they just kept action or somebody who had lost a child or a family member and felt like they couldn't go on and they just gave themselves a list of tasks and it helped them change their lives, help them be happy, help them stay focused because you, you, you stop thinking about it and dwelling. 
the number two rule is life is too short to be little. So that's just a huge thing of not really sweating the small things. We have to allow things to go. We can't worry about every single little thing, and sometimes it just doesn't matter. So we're on the second one, Santi, of life is too short to be little. Life what is, is that, too baby? short to be limited? Yeah. Little. Little. Oh, so... so do great things. Do do things. But don't you be small do. minded. Don't worry about little oh, things, oh, right? Okay, so don't don't get caught in the minutia of things. It's just like uh, I could do it myself. I could worry about, uh, you know, some small little booking that doesn't make a difference, right? right? Things like that. So when you get caught in minutia and worry about every little single thing, it really is debilitating. It's really hard to go through life like that because. It's just too much. There's just so much you can handle. Only so much you can handle and try not to worry about the little things. What are the chances of something actually happening? So we worry about all these things. If you really analyze the data, what is the chances of something actually happening? You know what I mean? Like, think about all the things you worry about. How many of them actually happen? Yeah. Uh, Some things that actually happen... Bad things or good things, you're saying? And both. Both? Uh, think of the odds. Think out of 100%. 50-50? I don't know. I think so, it's but how 50, much have you worried? 50-50. You worry like 90. Yeah, the worry, worry is much more 90. than the actual yeah. happening. So what they say is analyze what is actually going on. Really, really figure out the data. Yeah. Study it before you start worrying about it. Then yeah. figure out the data and go, okay, I'm going to move on from this or that and realize this is the odds of this happening. So that's really a huge thing. We worry about so many things that don't really happen. Uh, this is a good one. Number four, cooperate with the inevitable. Cooperate with the inevitable? Yeah. Okay. What do you think that means? It's going to happen anyway, so just yeah, go it's with like, it. Work it's with like it. death or yeah, like, or like I have to it. have this perce- or something, right? So if you give in to that and give up to it, it helps... Not being worried, right? Helps yeah. with the stress, correct? So yeah. if you just cooperate with what is inevitable in life, it's a lot easier to cope. Some people just can't cope with the inevitable, right? Yep. Whether it be anything. Kids growing up, kids moving out of the house, parents yep. have a lot of trouble with that. Yep. Or not getting out of the house quick, quick enough. It'll happen oh, soon that, enough. That's, that's me. So not those are good things enough. to realize. And the number fifth thing is sunk costs with worry. It's the same thing, like... How much time am I going to really spend on this because of the likelihood of it not happening? It's very similar to the number three. So don't, they say put a stop loss. What he says, put a stop loss like stock market. Like you say, if I buy a stock at 50, I put a stop loss at 45. Put a stop loss on worry to say, I'm only going to spend 10 minutes on worrying about this. And then you move on, which is a a big key. Um, So... There's one other point here in all of these, which is is very simple. This book is fantastic. You should read it again, Carnegie's book. Um, It's a great thing about don't shut the door on the future or the past. Again, remember I said don't dwell. Don't shut the doors on both. Just stay in the present moment because you can't do anything about the past. You can't do anything about the future. The only thing you can do is right now what we have right now. Everything else you don't know. So don't dwell on either of those. Close the door on both of them. So close the door on the future. Close the door on the past because you really don't have any control of it. Um, 
And uh, I just wanted to transmit that information. How do you handle that? How do you handle worry yourself? Uh, I listen to a lot of music. You listen to a lot of music? To, like, zone out and then... Helps you forget? Like, stay calm. It helps me more stay calm and then you work through whatever the problem is okay. or whatever you're stressing about or whatever you have anxiety about. Yeah. But more so, I just, just work through music, to be honest. Music is huge. Yeah. Like, I find myself, when I'm in a better place, I'll listen to more music. Yeah. If I'm not, I listen to more podcasts. It's weird. Like, I need more oh, information okay. to fill uh, me up. Okay, because it makes you think about stuff. Yeah, because when I have music, yeah. I can think about things. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't you like, you know, much. sometimes you're like, yeah. ah, I'm in a good place. I can do that. But I'd rather have some something go in my brain. Yeah. Than have me fill it with myself. Yeah, because then it. So it you got to know the balance sometimes. It's just self-awareness of knowing that. Yeah, that's good that you know that you like that because it helps mask, like, whatever you're thinking about, yeah. especially. Yeah, so, yeah. as you can see, they're behind me, by the way. Yeah. I know it's probably, they're, we're doing uh, Alex Gibney, if you know who he is, is very, won an Oscar for a doc, documentary, very huge documentarian, did Dirty Money. They're doing a, uh, they're filming Boris Becker's documentary here tomorrow, and they're just doing okay. some pre-stuff here. So we can see this in the background as well, which is very exciting. Yeah. They're going to have a Boris Becker look-alike, cool. do strokes and things like that. Boris Becker, as you know, went to jail for... Uh, yeah. Well, he had a tax evasion issue, but he yeah. went to jail for uh, hiding assets because he claimed bankruptcy. Right. And I think he got released from an, uh, the London prison. Now he's in Germany trying to get released as well. So it's a real fall from grace. I mean, he was a Grand Slam champion, won yeah. seven slams, um, and, you know, got caught up in bad debt and bad situations, bad financial decisions, and it's unfortunate. Uh, Alex... Luckily, plays here. Plays in the in the early birds in the morning, and it just kind of worked out that we said, "Hey, we do." He'd like to film part of the documentary here, tennis wise. Oh, cool. And it worked out nice. Oh, so they're okay. going to be filming it here all day tomorrow. Uh, maybe we can get Aaron to come on and discuss it a little bit. But who knows? Um, what's you have a question? No. <laughs> no. <I just laughs> no. That was pretty cool. Have you have you ever seen any of the dirty monies that he does? Or no. Have I'll you seen? Watch it now. Boy, there's so many documentaries. Have you seen the, uh, what's the, God, I just watched one of Gibney's documentaries. What did I just watch? There's so many. He does a ton okay. of them. Uh, very successful documentary. And again, he won an Oscar for Enron's documentary. You ever oh, see that, The, the Smartest Guys in the yeah, Room? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, I think I watched that, like, during college. Oh, he did, uh, you know, the Theranos? You remember the Elizabeth Holmes where the girl just went to jail? Remember the oh, company she, she had? She defrauded all those people? Yeah. He did that documentary, too, about her. Okay. You know, the little drop, little blood, and blah, blah. She went to jail for 11 years. So she'd been sentenced for 11 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he did that, too. It was a fantastic documentary. You see that. It's on HBO. Um, so, yeah. So that's the key today is how to manage worry. Read this book. Read the Carnegie book. Very, very huge. And I just peruse it every once in a while. When you're just thinking about things, you're like, well, how do I stop, you know, dwelling on this what do i how do i move forward to that all that stuff and that's the big key uh, that's all i wanted to share today you have anything how was your day how's your week going it's good looking forward to the weekend because it's supposed to snow like five to five feet to, no no Here? five feet sorry like five inches to, Here? to one foot no in hunter new york oh hunter yeah yeah so not that far but it, it's supposed to rain here tomorrow and friday but it's gonna snow there 
the whole time. One day I, I would wait for you to look forward to something at your job. <laughs> and now they like, I can't wait to get to work. This oh, is the best. You know. You're like, oh, snow is coming. Yeah, it's snow season. You got to you gotta appreciate it while it's here. That's true. It'll be gone within three months, really. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I understand. And then next week is the holidays, Christmas. So I'm looking forward to that. It's exciting. My parents are did on a cruise. You, did you buy any gifts for anybody? Your parents are on a cruise for how long? From this Sunday, no, this Saturday to the 27th. Where did they go? They're going on a cruise. I don't know, Bahamas, something like that. Ah. Yeah, so I'm not, I'll be alone for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. So on Christmas, you're going to be all by yourself, I take it? Yeah, I might go to Canada. I don't know. You might go to Canada? Yeah, like Montreal. Oh, because you're know. off Saturday and Sunday, right, the weekend? Yeah. So we'll see. Montreal's great. Driving yeah. up there is only like five or seven, yeah, five exactly. hours. Five it's hours. great. Straight up, straight shot. Yeah, exactly. We went to Montreblanc once. You ever been to Montreblanc? Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah that's what Well, I'm that thinking. is another two yeah, up and to the left a bit. Yeah. But super. It's uh, very that's pretty. The, they say that's the best East Coast. Exactly. East Coast snow. Yeah. I've been there once. With some Gorgeous. Friends. We had a really great cool. time. What a French town. Beautiful. yeah, yeah. yeah. French We stopped at a village. Tim Hortons, like somewhere on the road, and they only spoke French, and we we're like, ah, shit. Yeah, they, they only, knew what I, they yeah, knew they what only we speak wanted. French. Like, yeah. you're, ba- you're, in, you know, you're in Quebec. Quebec yeah. You're not like, they basically, how many times have they wanted to secede and like make their own country? Yeah. They don't think they're Canadian, they're French. Yeah. Yeah, so. But they're v- were very nice. They're all very, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I, w- I loved it when you we went to Montreblanc game. They make the maple in the in the in the ice. Oh, in the ice. In oh, the you ice, you get the that. stick. Yeah, yeah. It was so yeah, great. I saw that there. I was like, "What is this shit?" That's <laughs> good. What is this shit? <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good stuff. So yeah, you should do things that make you not think too much. That's great. Yeah. Go out. Go and. Yeah, yeah it's good that, that you do point. things. I should do I like more things. things. You should do more. Th- what are you I doing? I should your do days more things. What am I going to do for what do Christmas? What you do on your days off? I kind of enjoy it because me and Maria get to go to the gym, which we oh, work okay. out together. Well, and then I cool. go in the spa, um, like I go in the sauna and the ice yeah, bath, yeah. which I like. It's relaxing. Yeah. So those two days of getting away and kind of going into the sauna and kind of chilling and then, like and then we'll make a meal day. together. Oh, that's cute. Sometimes we'll make homemade ravioli, which is really oh. nice. Yeah. She okay. makes this great sourdough bread, which is fantastic. I'm Ooh. in love with it, homie. She's gotten sourdough. into bread making. Okay. Uh, then I'll read for a couple hours, and and if we have nothing to do, it's great because we we watched uh, we just watched a great documentary too. You should see it's called about Charlie uh, Charlie Trotter. If you know who he is, no. great documentary about him. Charlie Trotter had correct me if I'm wrong. Had the best. I think he had the only three star restaurant in the United States, Michelin. Okay. In Chicago, he was—I think he was rated the best restaurant in the world at one point. But just fantastic creation story of how he—and unfortunately, he died because of all the the, the strive for excellence and right. the pressure he put on himself. You know, it didn't yeah. go well. But unbelievable—I loved every part about him until he died. Yeah. But just understanding. Listen, the a perfect example is he was doing a, an interview with somebody and. He's working as a, I don't know, not a sous chef or just some sort of assistant in another restaurant. He was younger. It was San Francisco. And his call time was at 4 p.m. Okay. And he shows up at 10 o'clock every morning. And the yeah. owner of the restaurant's like, listen, we don't pay overtime. Yeah. You know, what are you doing here? You can show up here at 4. And he goes, guess what he says to the guy? I don't work for you. I work for my own standard. 
<laughs> and my job is to make this place better when I leave than when I was here. Like, how many fucking employees think that way? Like, just Not a different me. mentality. Yeah. Like, I don't work for you. I work for my own standard. Yeah. Think about that. Think about, you know, it doesn't, it, but that is a rarity. And that's why people that have best restaurants in the world are like LeBron or Michael Jordan. They're yeah. one in a billion. They're yeah, one yeah. in a million. Yeah. Like, how many employees are going to come up to me and go, I'll be in here seven hours early because I work for myself <laughs> and my stand. It just no. doesn't happen, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and I don't right. expect that to happen, but it's amazing to see someone like that with that type of work ethic. It, you just admire it so much. I just go, oh, my God, this guy, you know, yeah. he, he put a lot of stress on himself, a little too much. But the ability to just say, hey, I have a standard that only I need to live up to and the standard is greater than any even owner right very impressive he was an incredibly impressive person um you should watch it's called love charlie i mean just i I mean unbelievable the best was there was also a great quote he's like the restaurant industry would be fantastic if there was no customers and no employees because I hate people in general. Okay. <laughs> so he got to the voice. It's yeah. like, they don't know what they want, right? Yeah. Don't tell me the customer's right, he said. Yeah. I know how to create the customer experience. The customer needs to get out of the way and let me create the experience, right. so to speak. Don't give me your ideas, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, I yeah. know what to do. Interesting. In the best sense of the world, that's what Steve Jobs said. He's like, I don't need focus groups. Yeah. They don't even know what they want yet, Steve Jobs said, until I put it in their hand. Exactly. Which is true. Yeah, because it's like uh, Henry Ford. If I would have asked people what you want, they would have said a faster horse. Yeah, yep. And not a car. So sure. the customer is rarely correct in visionary things, right? You can work about customer service and things, but vis- you need visionaries. Yeah, and that's the big key. So we covered a lot. Hopefully, we'll get Aaron over here uh, eventually. Maybe next week we'll get her in here after the production about the. Uh, about the documentary would be interesting to talk about. But uh, go see it. He hasn't sold it yet. I don't know where it's going to be, but I will let everybody know next week uh, where the documentary would be. I don't even know the title of the documentary. Maybe I should ask ask yeah. her when she gets over there. But uh, Very cool. I'd be curious to know what the title of the documentary is. But I don't know. It's got to be Boris Becker. Yeah, I don't know. Rise and Fall. I have no idea. Yeah. But all right, everybody. Again. Like I said, the answer's in the actions, but like Dale Carnegie says, keep busy, lose yourself in action. Good luck. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.